Hi there, welcome to Urbinary, the podcast cataloging the everyday and extraordinary in the city. My name is Giulia and today Valerie and I will be chatting with Giancarlo Vecchi. He is an associate professor and researcher in the disciplinary field of political science. At Politecnico di Milano, he teaches policy analysis in the master course of urban planning and policy design. He works on public uh, policy analysis with reference to policy design, implementation and evaluation. And in today's episode, we will dig into technological innovation and transformation of public policy. Before we dive in, we want to share a little more about Giancarlo. Uh, He has taught at the universities of Florence and also Milan State University. Uh, He was president of the Italian Association of Evaluation and his main research topic includes uh, public sector modernization policies and intervention with projects on innovation in the judiciary, uh, e-government development and performance management development in the public administration, but also policy evaluation research. He has recently published the research uh, called How Institutionalization Can Work, uh, Structuring Governance for Digital Transformation in Italy, and we will discover more about this research during the interview. Hi Giancarlo, we're excited to have you join us in the Poly Radio studio today. Well, it's a pleasure to be here with you and to answer to your questions. As we know, part of our formation as urban planners includes the proposal and correct design of territorial policies, which allow us to execute our planning proposals for the city. So, we would like to start our discussion today asking what is the definition of public policy and how these can be shaped to be used as a strategy in territorial and regional planning? Public policy is, first of all, a paradigm, a sort of framework, uh, uh, and using this paradigm, you can analyze uh, um, the behavior, the activities of the public sectors, but uh, in general, all the actors that are involved in solving collective problems. Mm. And in fact, is a way to understand the different interests, uh, different behaviors, uh, different ideas uh, that are involved uh, in delivering services, for example, but uh, in general, to solve public public problems. Mm. Based on your last research, how institutionalization can work, Structuring the governance for digital transformation in Italy, we're intrigued about the term institutionalization. What does it mean and how this can be successful on public policy strategy? Well, uh, first of all, I want to uh, um, continue some element of the, last, the, the first questions because I didn't answer part of your questions uh, regarding the use uh, of policy in territorial urban planning. And uh, I want to underline the fact that, uh, well, if you think that a plan, an urban intervention, urban project uh, uh, is a way to solve public problems, uh, you can interpret uh, your work uh, uh, as a policy that want to address uh, public problems uh, through the involvement of different actors. Mm. Actors that uh, are able to support you, but also actors that uh, 
are not uh, that they do not agree with you so are opposers etc so thinking how to improve the opportunity to implement uh, 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 your project your plan uh, this is really connected with the term uh, institutions or institutionalizations uh, because uh, one of the elements uh, of your project urban plans is to last during time to be sustainable during the time. So institutionalization means uh, th this kind of problem, how to, uh, how, how to sustain your interventions uh, uh, against opposers, uh, against uh, uh, factors that are in the environment uh, and uh, to produce uh, results during the time. Institutions are in fact uh, rules, uh, behaviors, traditions uh, uh, that shapes, uh, influence the behavior of people. And uh, one of uh, our uh, desires uh, in terms of uh, uh, innovations uh, and policy innovations uh, and policy change uh, that we want, we want to produce a change in the world because we think that there are problems. <laughs> And uh, we want that uh, this change will last in the future. Okay. Thank you, Giancarlo. Moving forward on the research line, nowadays the technology is gaining strength in all aspects, as for example within our governance. How we can the digital innovation strategy be used within the public sector? Well, uh, good question. <laughs> there are many dimensions um, um, that regard these questions. Well, the first uh, is the fact that uh, we can, with uh, this revolution, that is the revolution of our times, we can ameliorate policies and services. If we think that uh, there are different stages of a policy process, uh, we can think the use of, uh, we can explain different uses uh, of new technologies, digitization, uh, for example, in the formulation phase of a policy or a plan, uh, we can improve the participation of uh, citizens, companies uh, using new technologies, uh, platform, digital platform to improve participation. Uh, we can collect many data, big data for example is one of the terms of our times, uh, to improve um, um, and to provide evidence uh, uh, for decision-making processes and uh, also we can ameliorate the implementation process uh, uh, with uh, many data that are able to select the different people interested in intervention services etc and also in the evaluation part but uh, we should be aware about also the limits mm. there are many debates uh, about uh, the ethical problems uh, uh, and also problems that regard the use uh, and the uses of the new technologies. Think for example the problem of uh, privacy. So there are many rights uh, or the problem that regards uh, minority uh, you know that there are experiences in using algorithms uh, and artificial intelligence uh, in public policy, but uh, that are um, uh, really uh, constructing constructed these algorithms uh, to um, 
to sustain a sort of concert uh, conservatorism thinking because are are made uh, uh, on the analysis of the past so there are many problems in in using these uh, this kind of new technologies so we should be aware of that uh, we should discuss this um, or finally you can think at the problem of uh, cyber security and the attack uh, uh, um, on our pc or platforms etc finally uh, there, there there is of course a problem in that regard uh, uh, um, some problem that that regards, for example, the capacity to use uh, devices, mm. so uh, and and they use this kind of technologies. Uh, there are part of the population that are unable. Mm. You you are young, so <laughs> uh, uh, for you this is normal no, to use uh, technical devices, but uh, there are part of the population not uh, able to do that. So we should think also to this kind of, of part of our target groups. Continuing with the discussion, how to determine the success of a digital innovation strategy? Is it possible to replicate such a strategy in different contexts? Well, uh, one of the interesting topics in my research with my colleagues, uh, in particular with my colleague, young colleague Marco Di Giulio, is the fact that we should think uh, at the new technologies implementation as a policy process or a policy making process no? with different actors interested in that. Uh, part of the actors are uh, are supporting the introduction of new technologies, uh, part of the actors uh, are against, uh, because uh, it's not a neutral introduction of something. Uh, you are changing organizations, you are changing the power of people in addressing problems, uh, etc. So uh, it's important to think uh, at the introduction of new technologies uh, uh, as a way to change organization, our life, uh, our position, etc. So, uh, um, we, we it's important to, to study uh, as to implement new technologies uh, in public sector, in the relation among public sector, private sector and third sectors, uh, in a way that is able to solve problems and and avoid uh, um, uh, uh, extra effects, uh, side effects, uh, negative side effects. Uh, you know, this one of the main terms uh, uh, during these times is uh, regards platforms. You know, Airbnb, Amazon, Spotify, etc. And also in the public sector, mm, uh, there are platforms. Uh, Think, uh, for example, uh, the electronic identity, electronic payments uh, are based the clouds uh, uh, in which you can store all the data of public administration, and uh, so uh, our uh, realizations uh, that uh, are interesting because uh, you need to do that, uh, and for the performance of the platforms the interaction among public uh, organizations, 
private organizations, uh, for example, banks or credit cards providers. Uh, you need uh, the help of uh, developers of ICT, start young, young, uh, young startups, for example. And uh, finally, you need the participation involvement of citizens and companies, uh, because if citizens will use a platform, many other services are interested in be inside uh, the platform. To, so you can enlarge uh, the, the capacity of the platform to, to continue to div uh, develop uh, the services. So it's um, an interesting thing. Uh, the transferability, ah, okay, uh, the problem <laughs> is that contexts are different. It depends uh, not only on the capacity of the organization, but also on the cultural context, economic context, but uh, there are theories uh, that are able to, uh, um, to, to support uh, the diffusion process, uh, for example, mechanisms uh, that uh, are able to change the behavior, strategies that help uh, leaders or policy entrepreneurs uh, to improve the capacity to transfer and to well, we, we can't use the term copy, <laughs> but transfer is a good term to underline the fact that uh, contexts are different. Uh, always you should think about how to adapt uh, innovation. Well, that's really interesting. Finally, through the study of the role of digitalization and ICTs in innovation processes, how can you describe the role of the cities as a pillars of transformation? Well, <laughs> another good and complex question. Well, I try to answer synthesizing some direction of the reflections. Uh, first of all, it's clear that cities uh, and metropolitan uh, urban areas uh, are a relevant pillar for the technological development. Uh, you know, there are many research about uh, urban ecosystems uh, that uh, are the basis for technological improvement, technological development, because uh, in this kind of ecosystems, urban ecosystems, you can find talent, many people with uh, good training, good education, uh, different disciplines uh, that are available in uh, urban territory, uh, companies, uh, financial and economic resources, uh, startups, uh, uh, public uh, bodies that uh, want to support innovation, and finally, but not at the end, but relevant uh, universities uh, and research centers. So, you find in cities uh, many of these kind of uh, actors that are relevant to produce innovations but and dig digital technological innovation. On the other side, there are negative side effects but because uh, this kind of ecosystem, they are attracting these talents and diminishing the opportunities, the potentiality, the resources of other territories. So we should uh, be aware about uh, this kind of uh, side effects that uh, are characterizing 
the, the development of technologies uh, that are supporting and improving the capacity of certain urban area uh, and uh, with other areas that are now more poor, poorer. Could you please talk about a little bit uh, about a case study or maybe an example that you, uh, comes to your mind about the digital innovation strategy? Okay, um, of course, uh, you know, this kind of intervention that regard mainly cities uh, are called, for example, using the term smart cities uh, that you can apply to a wide range of intervention. For example, in public transport planning, uh, you can collect many data, big data, uh, using the device of uh, many citizens, for example, smartphones for that are able to, 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 to follow you during your, your path uh, or ways uh, using your private cars or private uh, bicycle or public uh, transport or walking uh, and uh, understanding, for example, uh, the path of citizens and using public spaces uh, or in planning uh, the, the time of public transports uh, and uh, in delivering also uh, complementary services uh, because you can transfer this kind of uh, data to uh, uh, startups uh, or young developers uh, to think that why young developer? Because they are able to think it new in a new way, <laughs> and uh, in so uh, uh, in doing so, public data are able to be also an economic resource uh, for the community. Uh, take for example, there are examples not only in Italy, but in UK in many country about the use of uh, data that regard uh, public transport and so uh, young developers uh, uh, realized uh, apps uh, to help people in selecting the better way uh, for, for a trip uh, to, to, to go from, from a point A to a point B using app uh, provided by private companies, uh, etc., or third sector company, etc. Or there are many applications in the culture sector, for example, in cities, uh, because you can see a museum also in your PC, um, planning uh, your visit, uh, selecting the part that uh, museum that are more interesting for you and uh, in urban planning, uh, because uh, you are using the big data and artificial intelligence uh, to produce uh, mock-ups, uh, to produce uh, the, the result of a plan for in the future, considering different factors uh, that uh, will influence your plan. Uh, and this last element is really important because, uh, you know, one of the main capacity of planners, urban planners, is to construct and uh, to, to, to explain and to show 
a possible future. Uh, other disciplines are able to, to analyze the situation, your, your particular capacities to, to organize and to show a possible future, to explain uh, with uh, appropriate narrations uh, a possible future. Urbinary. To conclude our interview, uh, I would like to ask you some common questions to the whole podcast, a question that can help us as young urbanists to pose reflection for the cities in which we, we and future generations will live. So firstly, I would like to ask you what is the city for you now and what should it be in the future, given the change in nature of citizenship in the 21st century? Really, really complex questions. Uh, I can only describe some tensions uh, that are present in the debate uh, about the future of cities or the debate that uh, I'm following, of course. Uh, well, first of all, it's really the century of cities, this one, because uh, the growing population of our world and uh, the fact that uh, the population uh, is uh, now becoming in the great majority uh, living in, in, in cities, in, in metropolitan areas. So, well, a really relevant question, in particular in, in Europe, I think is uh, we will a a able to maintain the classical European city or we will follow uh, the example of the other part of the world uh, and uh, that have mega cities or regional cities. Mm. Well, in fact, uh, we can think uh, at Milan and the urban area as, as uh, regional cities. But uh, when I talk uh, and uh, I read the thesis of my Chinese students or South American students, <laughs> well, the scale of this kind of uh, cities is really, really, really big. So this is one question, how to organize our cities in, in those terms uh, uh, and uh, how to use uh, technologies uh, to organize cities, these mega, mega cities mm, and mega metropolitan areas. Uh, the second direction of the reflection is uh, the fact that uh, not only in mega, mega metropolis but also in our cities the complexity of society is improving and so we need uh, the capacity to, to cope uh, with uh, this kind of uh, differentiation, th this kind of pluralism. Mm. And uh, you know that uh, one of or the discussion or debate is that change in our society is difficult because uh, we should uh, take in account uh, the different interests, different uh, position of the population, this, the pluralism, but uh, now the, this kind of pluralism is uh, really high. And so how to 
implement innovations in this complex world. Uh, another kind of problem to regard the so-called wicked problems, <laughs> so really complex problems, uh, environment, migrations, for example, health, etc., that find in the cities not only technological and uh, innovation ecosystems, but also uh, one of the main examples uh, of this kind of problems. Mm. So just to quote uh, how to copy cities, uh, climate change, no, climate change effects. Uh, we can see in Italy during these times uh, the, the this kind of uh, the, uh, of effects uh, uh, just because uh, the vulnerability of uh, not only of the uh, territory but also the society is higher in comparison with the past because uh, we have uh, got a, a, a lot of values and uh, resources uh, in our life mm. and uh, Another set of problems regards uh, the way the industry and the production system is following. Uh, we live uh, in, uh, in, in technologies mm, uh, are changing, are increasing. The innovation of uh, ICT and digitization is uh, continuing during the time. And this uh, has got an effect uh, of, uh, on the space uh, that uh, is used by the production systems. So we can see these uh, kind of problems uh, in our city that regard uh, abandoned uh, sites uh, and how to use and reuse these uh, kind of sites uh, to maintain the structure of the cities, of districts, of part of the cities. Uh, it's another relevant problem. And uh, regarding the future and the role of planners, well, of course, of course I, I can, I'm not able to, to describe many things. Uh, it's not my sector, but uh, I can underline some elements. Well, we need to deal with, with problems, uh, integration, more integration uh, uh, among the different uh, public bodies, but in particular, integration among public bodies, uh, uh, private companies, third sectors, uh, uh, third sector, universities, etc. No, the so-called ecosystem of actors and uh, to maintain and to institutionalize <laughs> these ec ecosystems, we need the capacity of someone to connect the different disciplines. Uh, an integrator, an interpreter, and uh, a boundary spanner. Mm able to connect uh, and to maintain the connections among these different uh, sectors, different uh, actors, etc. And I think that the planner could be really uh, 
one of these uh, relevant uh, subjects uh, or better relevant actor able to to have this to play this role hmm? okay so uh, some keywords that we should reflect on are uh, dimension technology and di digitalization the structure of this society that it's becoming more complex and also some complex problems as the envir environment or the migration but also the as you just said the integration and connection among different actors so uh, we thank you for joining us. Um, thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you for this invitation. Uh, good luck for your studies. Hmm? In the next and the final episode, Maya and I will discuss with Reza Shirazi about environmental justice and injustice. We will also discover how movies can be a tool for exploring issues in urban planning and in our cities. Urbinary. The podcast cataloging the everyday and extraordinary in the city.